How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. He's always had the ability, and that's the reason why we drafted him to be a, a corner. You know, when he first got here, we had the deed at safety, and that's the reason why he moved to merit safety. But he's got so much ability that you can move him to so many different places. But, you know, selfishly as a coach, it's like, all right, Brandon can do this and Brandon can do that. You know, so you always move him around. But uh, this year, he had an opportunity to just soak at corner. The reps and the opportunity to be there just, just playing corner the entire time. And the injuries that we've had there, we didn't have to move them around. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for Vinny and Bob, still with Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass, getting you some news from the nest on this featured artist Friday. You just heard from DB coach Chris Hewitt there talking about Brandon Stevens and his development over the year. And Stevens is one of the bright spots for this team. Stevens, I've, I've been very impressed with what I've seen from him, not only this year, but just his growth over the years, like Chris Hewitt was talking about right there. I mean, we've seen Stevens literally learning the cornerback position on the fly, it seems like, throughout his career in Baltimore. And he they threw him out to the Wolves almost right away. If you remember his rookie year, he's put in at safety almost right away because Deshaun Elliott gets hurt earlier in the year and then this year you know Harz was saying that they wanted him to start focusing more on on safety and long behold you get an injury here an injury there including one to Marlon Humphrey Brandon Stevens is right back at corner and I didn't expect him to play this well Nolan I don't know what your expectations were for him this year but just based off some of the things we had seen from him in the past I didn't think he was bad but I didn't think he'd be playing to this level Anybody that said they saw this coming is lying. Let's just be brutally honest about it. I mean, we knew what he was before this. He's a guy who could run stride for stride Mm -hmm. with most receivers, even some of the best receivers. But when the ball's in the air, 
it's always going to find its way into the receiver's hand yeah. somehow. Even if he's there and he takes a swipe at it, he just barely misses it. It was almost like he had bad luck. This year, he's just he's up that a little bit. His ball skills have improved just a little bit. He'll still give up catches, but for what the Ravens need and the fact that their overall defense is so great, okay, you can get away with a guy that's going to give up some catches, just make the tackle. And that's the one thing he does really well. He tackles. In the past about good corners the Ravens have had in the past. Lardarius Webb comes to mind. What did he do well when he got his break with the Ravens? He tackled. And sometimes that's all you need to get your break. Yeah, it is. I mean, and he does. He, he's a very physical corner. He has the size and the speed to do it. I saw a stat saying that uh, Brandon Stevens is currently the number one targeted cornerback in the NFL right now. He's been targeted a total of 83 times this season and has given up a total of 506 yards. But to my to my knowledge, the only touchdown he's given up was that garbage time touchdown to uh, <clears throat> Jamar Chase at the time in the win over the Bengals. And yeah, he may be targeted a lot, but the dude play, has been playing well. And you got to take into account that this stat comes after they just faced the Chargers after Keenan Island just had like a thousand targets in the game and had 14 catches, but none of those catches for Keenan Island, who went over 100 yards in the game, ended up hurting them. I mean, Keenan Island's going to get his. He's shown that. Right. I was going to say the same thing. He's guarding a lot of ones, or he has at least in Marlon Humphrey's absence. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the opposing quarterbacks to be like, oh, Brandon Stevens covering Jamar Chase. Right. I guess I'll stop throwing. You know. Right. They're going to keep taking shots. And let's be brutally honest here. Not a lot of people outside Baltimore know who Brandon exactly. Stevens is. So they see that name guarding a top guy. They're, oh, we got to attack this. And like we said, he'll give up catches, but it's bend, don't break. Right. It stops there. He, he doesn't give, he doesn't have many missed tackles in the open field. He hasn't been beat deep or anything like that. He's, a, he's still keeping the play in front of him. Let's hear more from Coach Hewitt as he talks about Geno Stone and his breakout year. Did a little bit difference with Geno. Geno has been always been an instinctive player, high IQ football player. It's all about the opportunity. All the opportunities he's, that he's had, even last year and even as a rookie, every time he's come in, he's played well. Now, this year, the ball is finding him, and that's just being confident in, in the, uh, the system. He knows the system well, and just like Kyle, He's being able to unwind things now and just go out there and just go play free and just go play football because he's always been an instinctive football player. So that's that's one of the reasons why we drafted him because of his instincts. Yeah, and I agree. The ball has definitely been finding Geno Stone, who uh, has six interceptions on the year. That's good for second in the NFL. Deron Bland from Dallas, who's just been on a tear. He's got eight on the year. He leads the league and picks right now but Geno's another one of those surprises right we've seen Geno come in he started last year when Marcus Williams got hurt he had to play a nice amount of the season and Geno this year I'm looking at the differences between the Geno last year and this year and I gotta just say it's confidence it just seems like a more confident player this year he's I think Geno has always tried to just be the guy that's in the right position he you know he doesn't want to be the guy that's blowing coverages on the back end he's a sound tackler for the most part not necessarily a big hitter uh, but you got to ask Justin Herbert about that but Gino has this year he's been a playmaker on the back end of that defense getting those six interceptions you don't get six interceptions by dumb luck mm-hmm. maybe one or two and sure Gino's had I think maybe one or two Hail Marys that right. were just kind of in a 
Hey, thank you. you know, right. Right. He'll take them. And he's had a couple taken away from him, too. Millette yeah. had one last week. And who knocked it down before? Somebody stole one from him. I want to say it might have been uh, Hamilton. Right. So, I mean, he could be. But to your point, he's in the right spots. He's not lost out there. He's reading the offense. He knows he's reading the quarterback extremely well. He's putting mm-hmm. himself in the right spots. And I think some people might say, oh, okay, six interceptions. It was the how many games in a row. It was four games in a row with an interception. Everyone say, oh, it'll slow down. You know, Marcus Williams might come back. His play time will decrease. The interceptions will go away. And who knows? Maybe he'll finish the year with just six interceptions. But I think as long as he's putting himself in the right spots out there, it's not like a corner where you can avoid him. Right. You know, he's he's going to get his opportunity. So my and, money's on him having maybe two, three more. And, and to that point, you know, some of those interceptions has been just him making plays in the deep middle of the field. I mean, I think back to his first pick against the Bengals uh, in, earlier in the year. I mean, that was that was just a really good play by him. Uh, I don't I don't think Joe Burrow saw him at the time where he threw that ball and he kind of just jumps out there. Where, where do you stand on Geno and his future? He's on a one-year deal. Should the Ravens bring him back? I don't know what his number will be. He's having a really good year, but I don't think he's breaking the bank anywhere. No, the Ravens shouldn't pay him that much. Uh, I know there's concerns about Marcus Williams, his health, mm-hmm. but I think the injuries he's had were kind of freak things to me. And you see even with one arm – yeah, he's he's, still a he's good starting player. to show. Yeah. I mean, his ball skills. Yeah, he had a couple uh, breakups against the Chargers that mm-hmm. you just sit there and say, "Wow." I mean, how do you get to that? But uh, yeah, I, I, some team out there will probably pay Geno a little bit more than he probably should just mm-hmm. because of the interceptions. And good for him. I mean, seventh round pick to make a name for yourself in the NFL and get a second contract of that size. Go ahead. And this is a guy that the Ravens cut, brought back. And used as a backup guy. And when he got his opportunity this year, he, he's definitely made the most of it. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll, we'll play a little buy or sell. We'll check in on the stock market. My guy, Quick Draw, he's got a bunch of questions. He'll, I'll let you know whether I'm buying it or selling it next here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 105.7 Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for Vinny and Bob. My guy, Quick Draw McGraw, he's still behind the glass. We're playing a little by yourself, but first, how's the stock market looking? I see green. Okay. See green. S and P five hundred up about uh, twenty one dollars. Okay. Under Armour up about thirty eight cents. Yes, and, sir, uh, Jimmy. Will DraftKings show me the stock? It will not. Uh, must be a bad day for DraftKings. Uh, we'll just keep that a secret. Uh, let's see. As far as the sports. Uh, big matchup this Sunday, mm-hmm. Eagles versus 49ers, a rematch of last season's NFC Championship game where Philly advanced to the Super Bowl, but a lot of uh, you know disgruntled people on the 49ers side after that game, the quarterback injuries, uh, they believe that they could have beat Philly if it wasn't for that. Since the loss, that game, a lot of trash talk mm-hmm. between both sides. Son Reddick was mocking San Francisco for whining about not having Brock Purdy. Meanwhile, Debo Samuel took aim at the Eagles secondary, calling James Bradbury trash and only good because of the team's strong pass rush that gets after the quarterback. Uh, By or sell Cordell, Debo has a big game this Sunday. Uh, We'll say at least 100 yards. Oh, I'll sell the 100 yards. I do think Debo finds finds the end zone in this game. Debo's talked a lot of trash. And Debo's really good at backing it up. That's one thing about him. Uh, I think people know where I stand. I think the Niners are legit. I, I, I think the Niners are the better team. I think they would have won in the NFC Championship game had they had a functional quarterback. Um, I think they're going to win on Sunday in Philly. I just don't think Philly's philosophy of kind of, you know, getting by the first couple of quarters and then trying to make something happen late is going to work against San Francisco. That's just the type of team you have to play four quarters against. And I don't know if Philly – Philly hasn't shown me many games this year where they've been able to put together a solid four quarters. Well, we've been talking about the MVP race today. Dak Prescott boosted his stock last night. Still mm-hmm. not the favorite, though. Uh, there's a lot of names. I feel like in most years you got one guy, two guys that are pretty clear-cut – this year, it's like four or five. It's just a, a pack of somebody's got to separate here before the end of the year. But the odds still in Jalen Hurts' favor. Uh, it's a quarterback-driven award. You have to go back to Adrian Peterson, the last non-quarterback to win it. But there are some pretty good non-quarterbacks having 
career years this year. Christian McCaffrey comes to mind. Tyreek Hill doing great things again in Miami. Buy or sell Cordell. It may not be that crazy to have a non-quarterback MVP this year. Oh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And I agree. I, I think that they're trying to force feed us the quarterback position again. This is what I don't like about the NFL. Because they'll sit here and highlight quarterbacks all year long. Every time you watch an NFL commercial, it's led by some sort of quarterback. But as soon as it's time to pay these guys, everybody's acting like they're broke. Everybody wants to penny pinch. That's what I don't like about the league. Yet again, they're force-feeding us quarterbacks. I would definitely make an argument for Christian McCaffrey to win MVP over quite a few. I think Christian McCaffrey's having a better year than Jalen Hurts. I think Tyreek Hill's having a better year than Jalen Hurts. I would definitely put those guys on the list ahead of Hurts and probably ahead of Mahomes right now, too. How about the Colts? They're going to try to keep their offense rolling this week without Jonathan Taylor and maybe a couple weeks after that, dealing with a thumb injury in the meantime. Uh, Zach Moss, he's going to reclaim his spot as starter. Mm -hmm. If you remember earlier this year, pretty electric when he was uh, filling in. For Jonathan Taylor, 466 yards in those five starts he made, one of which uh, was a 122-yard day against the Ravens. Buy or sell Cordell, Moss will match that early season production in his starter reps the next few weeks. <sighs> well, maybe maybe not 466, but he'll be running right. the same he'll way he was before. He'll still be a force. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. Look, they've got the Titans this week. The Colts have one of the softer schedules in the NFL, their remaining schedule. Um, Zach Moss, I think that offensive line for Indianapolis is legit. I don't think it's a coincidence that both running backs have had success. I don't think it's a coincidence that Gardner Minshew has looked okay behind that offensive line. So I'm, I'm going to buy that. I, I don't know if Zach Moss will be able to, I, you know, completely replicate what he was doing earlier in the year, but it wouldn't shock me. Let's go over to the NBA here. Got to mention the Wizards. 3-15. and 15. We have to? Uh, well, I'm going to force <laughs> it in there. 3-15 and 15 on the year. Abysmal defense. Uh, lost to the Magic the other night. Mm-hmm. Probably going to lose to them again tonight. They got a little back-to-back with one day off in between. Kyle Kuzma, though, one of the few bright spots on this team, and he recently called out his team saying they couldn't guard a stop sign, was the quote. Uh, but maybe there is a silver lining here. For once, Washington actually in line for a premium draft pick in the lottery. For years, they were always just good enough mm-hmm. to put themselves in that 7-10 to 10 range. You're missing out on elite players in the process. Buy or sell Cordell Washington should trade Kuzma and Jordan Poole, for that matter, fully embrace this rare opportunity to tank. Yes, but I, oh, I guess I'll buy that. <clears throat> the bad thing for the Wizards is that there's nobody coming out of the draft this year that you're just like, oh, I gotta have them, which leads me to believe the Wizards will end up with the number one overall pick because that's how it goes for them. That's that's the type of luck that they have. They just barely missed out on getting Wimby right this past year. And now this year, they're they're by far the worst team in the NBA. Uh, Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole, it, it, it's comedy central watching them. That, that's the good thing about that team. They will give you some, uh, them some ha-ha moments watching those guys on the court. But... Yeah, I mean, I I would say fully go all the way in and embrace the rebuild. It's just unfortunate that there's no clear-cut number one guy coming out of the draft this year. And we'll close with this. Our friend Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports recently did a 2023 redraft uh, for this year, and the results kind of interesting. 
he had some parameters here saying that all of these choices or the order was based on the players being at full health. So there might be guys in there that have missed some time, uh, but choices were also still based on team need. Oddly enough, Zay Flowers still sitting there for the Ravens at number 22 mm. in this exercise, but all the way at 31, Devon Achan going to the Chiefs. Uh, look, when he's been out there, he's been pretty great this year. Yeah. Little one-two punch with Mostert there in Miami, but are you buying or selling that Achan has already shown first-round production? Um, I gotta sell that. I gotta sell that. I mean, the dude has had some electric plays. I mean, he has shown the speed. He showed the big playability without a doubt, but he gets hurt. He comes back and re-injures the knee again, the same knee that knocked him out the last time. So that is a little concerning. It's tough for, I hear, I, I, it's tough for me to engage in those, let's put injury aside type of conversations when it comes to football, because injuries are such a big part of this game. And yeah, if A-Chain isn't hurt, we're having a totally different conversation about him. But he, the fact of the matter is, he not only got hurt, but he re-injured the exact same knee uh, again. So that gives me calls for concern. But I will say he, him and Kansas City would be scary. I mean, we thought Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would be a great pick for them. That's turned out to be a dud. Long behold, the seventh round pick, Isaiah Pacheco, is the one that's the legit guy out of that backfield. But they don't have a speed guy like A-Chain. A-Chain would be a legit difference maker uh, for the Chiefs, I believe. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll talk some betting. We'll bring in Kate Constable from BetQL. We'll get her thoughts on the NFL slate. A couple of big games going on this weekend. We'll see where Kate is putting her money and see if she can help you make some next here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your 
Baltimore Sports Information Station, 105.7 The Fan. Watch me! Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for Vinny and Bob. Still with my guy, Quick Draw McGraw. On this featured artist Friday, we're playing James Brown all the way until 2 o'clock. Any James Brown song you want to hear, text it into the text line. Quick Draw McGraw, he'll take care of you. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline, we're joined by BetQL's Kate Constable here to help us win some money. What's going on, Kate? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem. Appreciate you making some time for us. And the NFL slate this week is a, a, a little weird, honestly. I mean, we've got a marquee matchup, obviously, with the Niners and the Eagles, but we've got a lot, quite a few games uh, of teams that are on the opposite ends of the of the standings. But I do want to start with that rematch of the NFC Championship game. San Francisco going back out to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Uh, this is a game where Philly is favored by, I'm sorry, San Francisco is favored by three points right now, at least on the betting odds that I'm looking at. Where are you putting your money on this game? Yeah, I wish I had gotten this earlier in the week when it was uh, 49ers one and a half when that first came mm-hmm. out. That would be a great number. I still lean towards the Niners in this game, even at minus three. Uh, Philly recently, they've been outgained a ton in their last four games, almost 125 yards in each of their last four games. In that game against the Bills, you know, you saw some calls kind of go in Philly's direction. If that throw that Josh Allen had uh, in, what was it, overtime or to end the game to Gabe Davis in the end yeah. zone where he just kind of got turned around, if, if they had scored there, like we might even be looking at a bigger number in favor of the 49ers right now. Uh, so I think – Philly has had kind of some good breaks this season. And, I mean, you kind of have to credit teams when they're in those situations or when they get those breaks because a lot of times, you know, they kind of set themselves up for that. So it's not necessarily a huge knock on Philly. I just think at some point some of that is going to swing the other way. And maybe that comes this weekend. Um, One, Philly's secondary, not the best. And Brock Purdy is leading the NFL in completion percentage right now. So good matchup there. And then – we could be looking at no Fletcher Cox for the Eagles yeah. as well. He's kind of their defensive leader. And the things that Purdy has done well are when the 49ers have succeeded, it's because the offensive line isn't allowing any pressure um, through. And so without Cox there, I, he would be the one that I would be concerned at getting to Purdy and, and getting a ton of pressure on him. And I think without that, maybe that opens things up in the middle um for Purdy or even the run game and you get Christian McCaffrey going even more than he is which I don't even know if that's possible so (laughs) I'm looking at the Eagles in this one or I'm sorry I'm looking at the Niners in this one especially with the revenge factor to losing last year in the NFC championship um but also an over in this one I think we could see quite a few points well we're on the same page in that one let's go out to Houston we got a really good matchup that a couple of weeks ago I don't think we care anything about this matchup, but you got the red hot Broncos winners of what five straight, I believe now going out to Houston to take on the surprising Texans. Uh, the Texans are favored by three in this game right now. How are you feeling about this one? Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is it that the Broncos have won five straight after the start that they had. And one of the main things that kind of turned that around is their defense, which is also wild. Just thinking that they gave up 70 points to Miami earlier this year, kind of a laughing stock of a defensive unit for Denver. But it's their physicality. I mean, Denver's one of the more physical teams in the league, and I think that's helped them a lot. 
I like the Texans. Um, even coming off that loss last week, again, I mean, a couple throws different for Stroud, and maybe uh, the Texans would have won that game. My only concern is that Houston could be without um, Titus Howard's down a defensive line or an offensive lineman, rather. And then there's questions around um, Tank Dell's availability, and he's been someone that Stroud has really connected with well over these last mm-hmm. few weeks. So if he can't go, I would kind of lean Denver. But right now, I'm still thinking I take the Texans, you lay the three. At some point, Broncos kind of have to come down to, to earth a little bit. Um, and I don't love, like, playing that angle of just kind of, like, waiting for the shoe to drop. But five straight games for a team that started so poorly, I feel like at some point they're going to have a hiccup or two. And with the Texans needing kind of a bounce-back win and, and getting back on track after that loss last week, uh, I think my money would have to be on Houston. We're talking to Kate Constable, who joins us via the WGK Law Guest Hotline. It's Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Of course, Kate is from BetQL. Kate, let's stay uh, somewhat in the AFC. Let's go out to L.A. where the Rams are taking on the Browns. Browns sitting at 7-4. and four. The Rams at 5-6. and six. Rams did get uh, the win last week. Re- looked really good in the return of Kyron Williams last week. It looks like Joe Flacco may be going for the Browns uh, this week with DTR still and the concussion protocol. How are you feeling about this one? I don't feel great about the Browns in this one. Um, with Flacco, with P.J. Walker, with DTR, whoever it is, I, I'm, this Browns offense I think is going to continue to struggle. And then what's Miles Garrett's status on the defensive end? That'll be a big right. question mark that needs to be answered before you bet this game. Rams, um, I, I mean, you said it with uh, Kyron Williams coming back last week. Like, How good did he look? In the run game that L.A. got going, Stafford played a very clean game last week. He looks great. No turnovers. The defense was rolling. It kind of felt like they were really putting everything together and clicking um, all units at the same time last week. So with the Rams kind of being back in the playoff hunt, that's a that's a real factor here. So I lean towards L.A., especially if Miles Garrett can't go, then that's kind of an automatic play on the Rams for me. Let's go to the Sunday night football matchup. We got the Chiefs going out to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Chiefs sitting at eight and three, eight and three this year. Not the typical Chiefs teams we're used to seeing. This is a team that's more so led by their defense for the most part this year, even though the offense showed up in a big way last week in Vegas. And for the Packers, they've started to turn it around these last couple of weeks. Jordan Love has looked like a totally different quarterback. How are you feeling about this matchup? Yeah, it feels like the, the Packers are kind of hitting their stride right now where the Chiefs are just kind of getting by each week. So I'm leaning towards the Packers taking the points there. Uh, I believe that's at uh, plus six. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes has not covered in primetime. Like, he wins a lot of primetime games, but he doesn't cover a whole lot. If you go back the last couple of years, um, with the way Jordan Love played last week, that's the best I've seen him play all season. I think that's his most complete game that anyone has ever seen him play. So coming off of that, he's got to have a ton of confidence going into this matchup, even though he's facing Patrick Mahomes, and that's a tough job. But his throws were on time last week. He was finding his players, going through his progressions. Everything looks good. And I think the Packers can kind of continue that momentum, especially at Lambeau, where this is the first time Mahomes is playing at Lambeau. And that's a tough atmosphere to go into, especially a a primetime game. All eyes are on you. I mean, I know that doesn't really phase Patrick Mahomes. Um, (laughs) But with his record of not covering, I've got to lean towards the Packers in this one. Let's go out to New York. The Jets, they made news this week with Aaron Rodgers being activated 
off of IR. They've opened up his 21-day uh, window right now. And so you got the Falcons coming into town. Falcons looked really good last week. Who, know, who knew they'd look that good giving the ball to B. John Robinson, uh, but they actually decided to make a commitment to him last week. The Jets, oh, it's just been the Jets this year. The defense has been great. The offense has been what it is. How are you feeling about this one where the Falcons are favored by two? I can't trust either of these yeah. teams in taking a side, right? Like, this is just such an ugly game. I don't want to bet that. What I think uh, will happen here is we don't get a whole lot of points. I mean, how are either of these two offenses going to score? So I would lean towards the under. I mean, it's low, 33 and a half. That's a low number. But Tim Boyle for the Jets, Brees Hall's been banged up. Uh, I mean, Desmond Ritter, I don't think he's going to do anything that really blows away this Jets defense. You see uh, the ball staying on the ground quite a bit in this game, which obviously keeps the clock running. And the totals moved down three points since it opened, which is a big move in the NFL. So I'm looking at a very low, boring, low-scoring, boring <laughs> game in this one. Um, I'm not backing either of these two teams on the side, but I'd take the under. There's no way a Jets game could be boring. It's just, it's, I just refuse right? to believe that. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's stay in the – let's go to the NFC South uh, a home of the NFC South, New Orleans Saints. They're they're at home hosting the Detroit Lions. Lions coming in at eight and three. They lose to the Packers at home uh, on Thanksgiving Day. How are you feeling about the Lions going to New Orleans, where they're favored by four and a half? Yeah, I mean the Lions have been a great story this season, and, and clearly one of the best teams in the NFC. But we kind of saw, well, not kind of, we did see them stumble on Thanksgiving when the pressure was was. Uh, cranked up and all eyes were on them and they kind of folded a little. So I think this is a good, if Detroit wants to be seen as a true premier elite team, they need to have a great response after that game, after letting the pressure kind of get to them. So I think uh, we see a Lions team that comes in here extremely focused, ready to play. And for the Saints, Chris Olave has been limited at practice mm-hmm. coming off of that a concussion. I'm not sure he's going to play uh, this weekend, uh, Rashid Shahid, he's likely out as well. And I'm not sure I trust Derek Carr. I mean, what's he shown that he can really, I don't know. Derek Carr's just kind of been a mess for me. I've, I've had yeah. n- not a whole lot of success betting on him this year. So that leaves the Saints defense to kind of hold this team up. And I'm just not sure that's going to happen against the Lions team that is pissed off over last week's um Loss wants to come in and kind of prove that they do belong in the upper echelon of the NFL. So I'm interested in laying the four and a half with Detroit. Last thing for you, let's go to the AFC South. Uh, The Colts, one of those teams that's starting to heat up a little bit, making a push here for the postseason. They just lost Jonathan Taylor, though. That'll be a big blow for them. They're going out to Tennessee to take on their division rival Titans. Tennessee sitting at four and seven right now. The Colts only favored it by one point on the road in Tennessee. How are you feeling about that one? Yeah, this is another game similar to the Falcons and Jets, but I don't feel like I have a great handle on the side. I mean, the Colts did look good last week, but without Taylor, what's their offense going to look like? I think maybe they're a little bit overvalued in the market right now. And the Titans haven't lost at home this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost, uh, I think they lost the technically the home game in London, but right. that was in London. They haven't lost in Nashville. Uh, Brable's teams, you know, very good on the defensive end. I think just with the Titans being at home and how well they've performed uh, in their home stadium, that I am kind of leaning towards taking the Texans plus the points of money line. I mean, whatever the best number you can get them um, on 
that's the way I, I would lead in this one. But I don't have a, a very strong handle on this game. Kate, really appreciate you making some time for us this afternoon. Remember, go to BetQL for all your betting needs. If you're trying to win some money, follow people like Kate and other great uh, bet analysts over at BetQL. Kate, really appreciate your time. We'll talk again down the line. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. You too. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get back to the Ravens talk. Lamar Jackson, he usually is the lead, the team leader when it comes to rushing yards. Not right now. Gus Edwards leads this team in rushing at 590 yards. Lamar Jackson, of course, is right behind him at 574 rush yards on the year. Will Lamar start running more in the second half of the season? Could we see Lamar end up being this team's leading rusher at the end of the season? We'll talk about it next here on The Fan. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 1057 The Fan. Early in seasons as a quarterback, and you do it and you get rewarded for doing it, you're more likely to do it again and you get positive plays out of it. And then you start seeing the effects of a defense having to cover everyone and it taking pressure off of you having to be Superman all the time. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7. The fan Cordell Woodland here for Vinny and Bob. My guy, Quick Draw McGraw, he's still behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. On this featured artist Friday, we're playing James Brown. All day today right here on The Fan. And you just heard from quarterbacks coach T. Martin there talking about Lamar Jackson running less, throwing more. And that has been a common theme for Lamar this year. He still, you know, is running the ball. He's got 112 carries on the year. Uh, His 574 rush yards are good for second on the team. He's got five rushing touchdowns on the year as well. But, We're talking about whether or not Lamar will end up being this team's leading rusher when it's all said and done. And usually Lamar years where he's healthy, he is the team's leading rusher. So it's a little weird to see him not there yet. I mean, granted, he's only, what, 16 yards behind Gus Edwards. So he's not very far off. I do believe Lamar is going to run run the ball more in the second half. And I think he's going to run the ball more efficiently. I think some of those big plays that we're accustomed to seeing from Lamar uh, on the ground, we haven't gotten them this year. I mean, his longest rush this year is 26 yards. I mean, and I've just went back through every year of his career. That's the longest. I mean, that's the shortest, longest rush in a season that he's had to this point in his career. And I think it's a couple of factors And that, A, he's obviously, you know, finishing his runs differently. He's sliding more. He's getting down. He's going out of bounds. He's trying to avoid contact, whereas in the past, he was never shy about contact. And I don't think Lamar ever took many big hits. I think the hardest hit he's taken in his career happened this year, uh, early in the year. What game was that uh, where he got hit out of bounds? Was that the Bengals one? Or maybe it was the Seahawks one? I I can't remember. uh, Talk about the late hit. In the Thursday night Bengals game, or was it the Bengals one? It might have. I mean, he got popped. This this was one that he got knocked out on the. Now he got up. He didn't get hurt on the play, 
Uh, but it, it was a hard hit on the sideline. I got to go back and see which game that was. But that was just this year. And over the years, I know Lamar's had his injuries the last couple of years, but none of those have been to because of his playing style. Um, but I do think Lamar is going to ra- turn up the running in the second half. I think he is going to look to get more big plays with his legs and with his arm. I think that they're all looking for this offense to take another step forward. And I think Lamar's legs have to be a part of that equation. I think we can all agree, and that this was the huge talking point all offseason during the whole contract drama, that Lamar, if he's going to have a long-term NFL career, needs to have more of an emphasis on his pass game. You've done that. You've accomplished that this year. There's been an uptick in that. This team, to be successful and win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. needs him to run more than he has been running. Yes, That's my biggest gripe with him. You can still be a pass-first offense. You can still be a pass-first quarterback. But what are the great quarterbacks who have mobility, what do they do to keep drives alive? They break the defense's back by scrambling when they least expect mm-hmm. it. And nobody in this league at the quarterback position has is better equipped to do that than Lamar Jackson. He did that in 2019. It's what helped him win an MVP. Yep. I'm not saying he has to drop back and have his eyes on the linebackers looking to take off. But when you roll out, especially rolling out, now he's looking to pass. Mm-hmm. We heard T. Martin talk about it. Take off and run. More often than not, there's an easy seven, eight yards there. Don't just give that up. Right. And I, I feel like now more than ever, it's almost like you have to beg him to run. You know, it's, it's times in the past where if he sees the crease, he's going to take it. And I still believe he should do that. I'm not I don't think he should prioritize running over passing. I don't even think he should look at it that way. It should just really be about what's best for this particular play at this particular moment. Maybe that is rolling out, getting out of the pocket, keeping your eyes down the field and throwing a 30 yard strike to Zay Flowers or something like that. Or maybe it's, you know, second and six or something like that. And you see the lane. You could go get yourself 13, 14 yards. Go do it. I, I just feel like. He's now gotten the respect from defenses that he can beat them with his arm. He's shown that. And he said, I mean, I've talked to him about how defenses are playing him now compared to how they played him in the past, especially in the Greg Roman system where they're, it's a totally different look, right? They, they spread the field out more now than they did then. Um, but I, I, I just don't want – I think Lamar wants so bad to get – and he won't say this publicly. I'm, this is my own assessment. I think he wants so bad for people to respect him as a legit quarterback, as a legit passer in this league, that he's willing to put his superpower on the back burner just to prove the point that he is a real quarterback. And I don't think he has anything to prove on that level. We can see he's a real quarterback – I just don't want him to forget his superpower. I'm with you 100%. I have a hard time believing that it's any sort of coach, right. whether it's right. you know quarterback coach, Munkin, no. certainly not Harbaugh. Nobody's sitting him down saying, hey, you need to pass more, mm-hmm. or hey, don't take off and run. They see what we see. Right. When he runs the ball, he's electrifying, and that sustains drives, and it helps them win. I mean, to be brutally honest here, what helped Lamar win MVP in 2019? It was his legs. It was his legs. Don't abandon it. That's what makes you you. That's mm-hmm. what makes you the unique quarterback that you are. Don't just abandon that. 
and, and we can't erase the because everybody and I've had people call into the station, you know, especially during the contract negotiation stuff. It, you heard all sorts of stuff uh, during that time, understandably so. But it would be people that would call in and say, you know, that they didn't want a quarterback that relied on their mobility so much or that had, you know, the the uh, even the ability that Lamar does to be able to run as much as he does. And in this league, number one, you have to have some sort of mobility at the quarterback position. You, The days of the Joe Flacco's and the Tom Brady's of the world and that, I mean, even Brady had great footwork in the pocket. Flacco, as slow as he is, Flacco could make something happen if he had to. You have to be able to get away from these guys when the time comes. And I just feel like that's what, like you said, that's what separates Lamar from everybody else. That's what makes Lamar one of one is what he can do with his legs. Not And, and that doesn't take away from his arm. He's a, he, he can throw the ball. We know that. But his legs is what separates him from everybody else. And how about late in games when you're trying to salt things away? What did they do so well again in 2019? I'll keep going back to it. When you needed a short yardage first down, read option, Mm -hmm. even the defense is like, oh, he's probably going to keep it. They still couldn't stop it. Nope. Middle of the game, first quarter, second quarter, doesn't matter. Late game, one possession game. Run the ball. He's the best player on the offense I still think their best play on offense is any quarterback design run any quarterback design run is like stealing candy from a baby they can get whatever they want out of those now the option plays Lamar's been he's been keeping it more it seems like late in games than earlier in games for whatever reason Um, but like I said I, I think down the stretch of the season we are going to start seeing him and this offense lean on his legs a lot more coming up next here on Vinny and Haney. We'll feed you some NFL lunch. We'll recap what happened last night in the Thursday night football game between the Cowboys and the Seahawks, and we'll start to preview some of these games going on on Sunday next here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.